my panel. You're a yeah, panel. How do you do? How do you do? Hello, Mark. You're a panel, right? Hello, Hello Mark. How are you? Every week I try to think of a different uh, word to uh, welcome you people to another edition of On the Mark Sports Talk with your host, Mark, with us. See, of course. And I want to welcome you to our 68th show in 68 consecutive weeks. The number gets larger each week, of course. We have a packed, a packed show for everyone today. Uh, lots to get to. Uh, but first of all, since I do see him on our screen, and I wanted to do this last week, not to embarrass the person, but uh, Howie, <laughs> tell us about this certain dog you might be adopting. I've never heard of this type of dog. Maybe you guys have. And dogs are sports. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. We had a 15-year-old English Staffordshire Bull Terrier who uh, we had to put to sleep a couple weeks ago. He was, uh, uh, kidneys were failing. She wasn't eating. She was in, you know, we just put her out of misery. Uh, but uh, great dog. They, the the Staffies are like the pit bull, only half the size. They weigh around 33, 34, 35 pounds or so. And a little like hot dogs like you know sausages and they sometimes they sound like pigs because they have that bulldog you know attempt to try to breathe very loyal one dog household and uh my wife can't wait to get another she's she says oh let's not go to europe next spring let's hold it off till the fall i want to get a dog we even had a name picked out for it it's going to be a female dog, and her name will be Sienna. Sienna. And your last dog was named, I forgot. Sedona. Sedona. Yeah. Sedona. But they're oh, very... Uh, likes, uh, he likes saying them after cars. Or colleges in Albany. Uh, and we'll be a couch potato with you. Get, <laughs> get a staffy. A red staffy. I've never heard of that type of dog uh, before. Right. The staffies? Not me. Yeah, if you if you're walking around and you think you see a pit bull, but you go, that's kind of a small pit bull. It's a staffing. Okay. Well, congratulations, and uh, when yeah. this happens, you'll let us know and take pictures. Oh, we'll bring, you bring her on the screen. You show us. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what week, what number. How much do they weigh to? when they're full grown? How much do they weigh? Do they weigh to like? The females between 32, 36. The males may get up to 38 or so. Okay. Uh, but, but solid dogs, solid. And you, and if you teach her how to swim, if you want them to swim, get him a life jacket. So otherwise, they sink right to the bottom. <laughs> All right. Well, I wonder what number show we'll be up to when you get that. At 68 now, <laughs> and I wonder what number we'll be up to when you show us on the screen. That'd be cool. Well, dog years or uh, people years. <laughs> and talk about 68 68 number show I know uh, Gerald has a long list of 68s <laughs> so who we have in 68 Ellen Betances that's number Juan one Abreu, Domingo Acevedo Miguel Aguilar Hanser Alberto Michael Aubrey Joe Barlow Cam Bedrosian, Jeff McNeil, Dario Alvarez, Russ Grimm, Kevin Mawe, mm. Sam Shields, and Joe Delamilier. 
Very good. Gerald, which one of those guys is his height? His number is his, the same as his height. Which oh, wow. ball? Patances. I got one. Go ahead. Probably the best one of the bunch. Yarmir Yager. Right. Uh, uh, all right. Yager. Um, right. 68. And Russ Grimm, Elsie Greenwood. And here's one, Richie Cognito, Incognito. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he got in trouble a few years ago, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Alex Sandusky, talk about getting in trouble. No, that was Alex. Jerry Sandusky. No, that Jeremy was Jerry Sandusky. It wasn't yeah. Alex Sandusky? Sandusky? All right, maybe it was. Okay, I thought it was the same guy. Uh, very good. Little boy. Good, very good, good catch on that. Don't say that. Don't say that. You might have a relative listening you to the might podcast. might have. And, you know, Jeff McNeil as uh, Gerald said, was 68 when he came up. And of course, now he's number six. 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 Um, anyone got any beep beeps for us? I have no one. I saw no one this week for an unusual name. Anyone write one down? I don't see you jumping at it, so I assume no. As far as this week in sports or this day in sports, I couldn't find anything in the papers today for this day in sports. But just a couple of days ago, August 17th was the anniversary of that tragic meaning of, uh, yeah. of uh, Cleveland shortstop Ray Chapman from the Yankee pitcher Carl Mays. And that was the only death, I believe, supposedly ever on the field in baseball. You guys remember that, right? I remember. Oh, heard of it. Yeah. 1920. We weren't there when it happened, of course. But anyway, <laughs> and also on Tuesday, uh, Jesse Orozco comes into the news. He broke Dennis Eckersley's appearance record pitching uh, in his 1072 game. He was an Oriole at the time. He retired, retired at 1252. I think he still holds the record for the most uh, pitching appearances. And can you name one of the teams besides the Mets that Orozco played for? Cleveland. Cleveland. Come on, there's uh, more. Dodgers. Dodgers. Wow. I said the Orioles. Uh, All right. He played for the Brewers, the Cardinals, the Padres, the Yankees for half a season. Wow. No baseball. Really? And he was a twin. 25 oh, years he was in the big leagues. Wow. wow. That's some pension. Left-handed reliever. Yeah, good man. Good man. Anyway, before we go on to baseball. Well, Brad, I got the post here in front of me. Is a, you want me to read a couple of things of, of today's this day in baseball? All right, you might as well, because I didn't have it in my paper. Sure. Yeah. All right, 1909. The Philadelphia Phillies were rained out for the 10th consecutive day in Major League record. All right. 19... Uh, 21, Ty Cobb got a 3,000th hit. Single off Elmer Myers of the Red Sox. We all know Elmer Myers. 1965, mm. Jim Baloney <laughs> no-hit the Cubs in 10 innings in the first game of a doubleheader. The only run, a home run by Leo Cardenas. Four years later, Ken Holtzman of the Cubs pitched a no-hitter against mm. the Braves. Ron Santos, three-run homer in the first inning. Was the one. Only one. Let's mm. see. Brett Boone, 1992, made history and became part of the first three-generation family to play in the major leagues. And let me see what else. Um, Johan Santana had 17 strikeouts, franchise record for the Twins, and a few other, few other things, but I'm not going to read them all. And, oh, 
1951 was when the, the midget, Eddie Goodell, um, made his own Eddie Goodell? Mm-hmm. Goodell. Eddie Goodell. The short person. That's about a few of us, but those are the highlights. Bill Vick. Okay, before we go on to actually dig into baseball, we have a special guest amongst us right now. And uh, Ron is looking around. <laughs> Ron is our special guest. He's going to be talking about a little bit about what he's been doing. He's been moonlighting uh, from his regular job uh, at City Field. And, he, and I asked him to talk a little bit about it. it this is not his idea. This is mm-hmm. my idea, but I thought it'd be cool to hear what he does. Ron, take it away. Okay, thank you, Mark. Well, first of all, it, 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 Mark's been after me for a couple of weeks to come on. So it must be a very slow sports week. That That's <laughs> for one right now. To have you. Uh, but for this past season, I've been an usher at City Field. Oh, wow. And for, well, mostly for baseball games, but for concerts too. But so let me just give you a little history of why I wanted to become an usher. Uh, as Mark knows and other people know, I've been going to sporting events, uh, whether it's Ranger games, 12 to 15 a year, Met games, a couple of Yankee games sprinkled in. And every time we would go through the turnstile, my family would say, you know what, Dad, that, that would be like a great job for you. He says, oh, right, I'll think about it one day. So uh, about two or three years ago, I, I kept checking the, it's a u- union website and they um, weren't accepting any applications up until about, I would say about two years ago, I saw they're accepting applications. So I sent one in, went for an interview, got the job. And then of course the uh, pandemic hit. <laughs> so I got to do uh one orientation and then of course I didn't get to work uh, last year at all but I did get to work about, uh, so far I've worked about uh, 15 events at, at City Field this year. Now uh, basically what my job entails first of all we don't call them fans. <laughs> yes. Right. Thank you Fred exactly <laughs> that's what the uh, name tag says um like guest mm-hmm. relations, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, my job is I, I have to be at the event about t- uh, two and a half hours before it even starts. So let's say it's a seven o'clock game at night. I have to be at City Field at 4.30, okay. I have to be at what they call a roll call where they call your name and then they send you up into the uh, actual stadium to meet with the supervisor. And then he assigns you uh, either what section you're in or uh, what, what sections you're in between or whatever. So it, it, it's been fun so far. And my job is mostly showing people, not showing them to seats, but telling them where to sit. It, it's not like the old days, if everybody <laughs> remembers, the usher with the mid on his hand. Right. Mm. The money. Give him yeah, a bar exactly. or two, yeah. We would take you down to your Clean seat. Clean the seat off. Wipe it right. off and uh, have you sit down. Give him a dollar or two. Yeah. Yep. Dollar or two? What are you, Mr. Rockefeller? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> dollar. Water? One dollar. 
What, a, th a thank you's not enough? <laughs> never, well, never um, enough. Was it in the old days? Yeah. So basically, I stand at the top of a section, and people come with it. They have to show me their tickets, and I just I point left side, right side, down uh, X amount of rows, and it's it's been like I said, it's been a been a fun job so far. And uh, let's see. Well, I can mention uh, one highlight. I guess the the only highlight of uh, my season so far, <clears throat> I think Mar I, I told Mark about this. I think I even sent him the picture. Last Thursday, I don't know if you guys remember, the Mets had a doubleheader. Yeah. yeah. And this, they had me working in what they call the M&M uh, sweet spot, sweet seats. They're like right under the outfield seats. It's like one row that goes straight across. So I was working for that double header. I was working that game. So everyone knows, I know the second game, Pete Alonso yeah. did a home run to win the game. Yeah, for the blue came, it came into our section. And this is me with the guy who caught the ball. Oh, wow. I <laughs> <laughs> do. That was like really a, a fun, a fun time, you know, and besides the, the guy made like a backhanded catch. And the funny mm -hmm. thing is he was as drunk as could be. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that's why he caught it. Yeah. The reason being in that section, you, it's very, the tickets are very high priced. You get free tap beer in that section. Mm -hmm. oh. So wow. this guy, was basically drinking all day, but he made the catch. So, uh, and that's what my job entails. And it's like I, I've told Mark be before, the one drawback, it's a lot of standing. Because mm. basically you can't sit down unless you, mm -hmm. they do give you a break, but you can't sit down the whole time. So uh, from let's say 4.30 to when the game ends, and you have to stand that whole time. And like the other night, I worked Sunday night, was a four-hour game. So even, yeah. even during the middle of the game, you can't sit down for a few minutes? No, in, unless I'm on my break. Yeah, really? Unless. I couldn't do that. Wow. I mean, it, Did they have, have the ushers working in the press box or the press room? No, but, but the, one, one inter another interesting thing, one time they had me working outside the elevators uh, right by the uh, the booth, the radio booth. Yeah. So this young girl comes up to me with, with her friend and says, oh, I, you know, I asked for their ticket. So I says, uh, they don't have a ticket. I says, they were there to see their father, Howie Rose. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. So, of course, I let her go by. You know. Take me to your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Tell about the story about that. The Maybe ball, they were groupies. The ball by the um, by the the Met hat, the Met um, apple. Yeah, well, that was actually the same day. Two times it happened uh, when I was working uh, the the M and M sweet spot with the guy who caught the ball. After each half inning, usually the center fielder from uh, the the team will throw the ball into the crowd. So the first mm -hmm. time, I think it was. Uh, Brandon Nimmo threw the ball. It, it didn't make it to the stands, but it hit the fence and it fell down into where I was in, in the M&M spot. So 
I, I picked it up. And the, my first thing is I look for the smallest kid, you know, little girl, little boy. And then I, I hand them the ball. <coughs> then another time, the uh, who are they playing? Washington. They're playing Washington. The center fielder throws it. It goes off the father. Father, this he was throwing it to had a glove. It goes into where the apple is, right next to the apple. So I says, "All right, I'll walk over and see if I could get it for him." So I, I was able to like lean over and pick up the ball and, and give him the ball for his daughter. Or yeah, Campbell, right? Because so, mm -hmm. one of the nice confirmation. Oh, good. Yeah, one of the drawbacks, I am not allowed to take home a foul ball. Really? Yeah. Really? Or I'm, I'm not allowed to take home one of the giveaways. Do you get parking yeah. privileges? No. 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 You see? no. The reason being is the parking is run by New York City. It's a contract. So they have to account for every car that comes in and Look, I'm not making great money. I'm not mm. going to spend 25 to park. <laughs> so what I usually do, I park by the tennis stadium. There's a, a yeah. secret spot I told Mark about. If anybody goes to a Met game <laughs> and wants to park for free, but it's, mm. it is a 20-minute walk. Yeah, done it. Oh, you oh, okay. So you know where it is right by the golf? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Fred? You can't keep, you, you can't get one of those giveaways because because it's it's funny because the press like my son every time there's a giveaway they, they, they get him that's like the hat I'm wearing now he oh. got me last from last Saturday night that's oh a nice hat oh, that's the same giveaway yeah you got the, they give them bobbleheads whatever they want you know, but yeah, the other night they got, they got the same thing about balls in the press room he if he and he's had this so he he's tried also to give it to a little kid because they don't. You know, it's, it's I don't know if it's tradition, you know, more of a pro prohibition or more tradition that that they don't keep a ball, you know, if, they, if, they, if it comes in the in the press box. But but the giveaways he can, he, he get, brings home all the time from Yankee Stadium. But uh, he work, but he works here. Ron works there, so yeah, yeah I know it's a little different. Yeah, so no, I'm not allowed, and they actually yeah. have the right to search you when you leave. Really? Wow. Yeah, you have to go. You have to, yeah, you have to go through security leaving too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Michael. Yeah, also, a reminder, wait a minute, I have a, I was a member my of hand uh, is up for my half an hour. Committee. You know? right. Oh, I'm what sorry, Larry. Oh, You're supposed to yeah. call on us, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah I, was a member, I was a member of my school social committee. I was in charge of group sales from my school, and they would give out tons and tons of freebies, the hats, the souvenirs, and everything under the sun. And I gave it to, like, if you guys, uh, you Met fans in that panel here, uh, I would add tons of stuff for you t shirts and hats, stuff like that. I gave it out to everybody. Yeah. Get Larry, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I, on the, just a reminder, I don't know if it's a giveaway day, but on the 14th of September, I will be singing with the Mendelssohn Men's Choir uh, on the field at City Field. Oh. I will be doing the Star Spangled Banner. And I know Ron has a ticket for himself and his family already. Uh, it would be nice if he was an usher as well. Who knows? Yeah. But the 14th of September. Yeah, we, we, we can't wait, Larry. Mm. Very exciting. Ron, who did they, they play that night? What's that, Mark? No, go ahead. Who are they playing that night, the 14th? Who are they playing? Yeah, you know, Larry? 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Does it matter? Ron, well, tell them sure. how they your pick for a game. You don't you don't go to every game. Yeah. No, no. What happens is there's a list of 260. I guess you would say regular who've been there for a long time. Okay. After that, they're what they call shapers, which I am considered a shaper. Oh yeah. So what they do for each game. Uh, I have to look up on the website and they'll say, okay, we need up to number 316. So if your number is below 316. Like the draft lottery. You're working, yeah, you're working that day. Yeah. Well, like when, now, you call, when, you, when you have jury duty. Now, yeah. just because you're not called doesn't mean cool. you're not going to work. Like oh. there were times, like it was, I may be number 320. So if we'll it goes up to 315, we'll let's say five guys or six guys can't make it that day, they're going to call me the work. Yeah. So I like take their spots. But the trouble is, this guy, he texts you, he gives you a text, and you have to answer within 10 minutes. Oh, otherwise they'll, they'll skip you. Exactly. Wow. So you're on call every day, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, what it the is, is for each home stand, there's a slip to fill out. And you show, you check off which uh, games you want to work. Because look, uh, there's some games, you know, you have a family event or something you can't work. But yeah. if me as being a shaper, if I check off that day, I should make myself available for that day. So. Well, if you ever meet Steve Cohn, tell him that Mark would like him to come on the Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually heard he was walking around the stadium, I think, during the doubleheader that day. Yeah. By the way, Steve coming out of his ears, probably. Yeah, Gerald, what? Yeah. Is, there, is there a Cindergard uh, uh, giveaway night uh, bobblehead doll coming up to commemorate him playing every two years? <laughs> right. that I don't know. There is something coming up with, with Syndergaard. I know that. Uh, they they have a, Bobby uh, Benilla. Yeah, they had the cool right. giveaway the other night, which obviously I couldn't take. It was his uh, Jewish yeah. Heritage Night Sunday night at uh, City uh -huh. Field. They gave away a bobblehead, the Mensch on the bench. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the bench, which must be pretty cool. All right. Anyone else have any questions for Ron? Yeah. Ron, do you get paid for this? Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's also, you know, from when I, I, look, I, I still have my regular job. I, you know, I work every day with that. So this is something I'll do a lot more of when I retire from that. Yeah, oh, well, I, I, maybe they need a dentist on call. I would do it. Okay, there you go. Uh, you got to stand all that time. And, and can you, you can't watch the game, right? What's that, Mark? Ron, you can't watch the game, Yeah, right? yeah, you can watch the game. Yeah, yeah. Like when you're standing, you're not standing with your back to the field, are you? Uh, sometimes you are. Sometimes, you know, I, I, I switch. You know what's going on. You know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. So that that's uh sorry to bore you guys. No, uh, I thought it was very interesting. interesting. Oh, I hope you guys oh, did. That's yeah. why I wanted well, him yeah. to speak yeah. a little bit about Fred? this. One question, yeah. if it, if it's a really long rain delay or a long game and is there past a certain time you get paid overtime? Well, mm. yes, there is. And 
I, I don't know what the time is, but mm. speaking of rainouts, the only thing is, if you're there and it's raining, mm -hmm. and they actually let the crowd in, they open the gates, right. you get paid the full day. Oh, wow. That's but good. if they don't, they give you like $35 or something right. for yeah. the day. But if not, if they open the gates, you get paid for the full day. So that that happened they, once. You told me that happened once. They let the people in, they, they sat, and then they left. Exactly. It was a, because that must have been a long day last Thursday with that double header. Yeah, double headers are really long. <laughs> but, oh, wow, got, yeah, but you know what the good part is? I got out at six, which isn't terrible. Like I said the other night, I got out at 11. After 11, yeah, which is rough. Right, right. Yeah. Right. But thank right. you, guys. Well, thank, thank you. I thought it Thanks, was interesting. Ron. I thought it was Very interesting, interesting, Ron. Something that maybe we've all thought about possibly doing once in our lifetime. And here's, here's someone who did it firsthand. I thank you, Ron. Thank you very much. You're welcome, guys. All right, let's go. Let's go on to what's happened the past week. So we left last Thursday, and Thursday was the, the Field of Dreams game. Yep. I want to talk about this a little bit. I was overwhelmed. I don't know about you guys. Well, Absolutely. Forget about the yeah. results, especially if you're a Yankee fan. You, you thought you had that one won. But, oh, yeah. oh, Lord, it was, it was great watching it. You guys, what, what do you guys think? Yeah. Love great. it. Hey. They should you know, do it every year. Good for baseball. Absolutely. They should do it every year. I think they're going to do it again. Next yeah. year, yeah. the Cubbies are playing. Are. Cubs and the Reds, they said. Yeah. 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 Cool. Makes sense. They said it was the most watched regular season game in 16 years. Wow. Well, see, 16 go. years ago, the Yankees and the Red Sox in October were the most watched uh, game ever. Okay. And the one hour pregame was fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. It really oh, yeah. was excellent. They, they certainly built it up. And it, it, it was cool to watch. The, yeah. the, the, yeah. you, know what, you know what I thought was really good is, I'm a, I don't know if it was the pre, maybe after the pregame, but when they were, when the players were walking on the field, that the broadcast was complete silence and just show them walking on the field. And, and yeah. they knew enough to shut up, you know, yeah. and not talk and just to have that effect. I, I thought that was really great. Yeah, yeah, and seeing Kevin Costner, of course, you know, he had to be there. Yeah. Uh, coming out of the corn stalks, then the entire teams, I thought that was cool. You know, it made no difference what team you were. They were walking together. Uh, there were 8,000 fans there, single-deck stadium. The bullpens were in center field. There were eight home runs in the yeah. game. Uh, I, di I didn't get what the dimensions were of the field. Of the Anyone get the dimensions? I don't remember, but... It Saw them, but they I were regular. Think, I think it was, 325 it was a regular major league field. It was a major league field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they had to build it. Similar to the uh, the Comiskey Park from back in the twenties. Oh. oh, right. That's what they were trying to do. Yeah, they were legitimate right. home runs. Uh, yeah. They gave the aerial view of the field, which I thought was cool, and and all the flat land all around that that that, that, that little stadium there, and they had the original field. <laughs> Just uh, in in the uh, in the screen also, I thought that was cool. Um, Dyersville is only three and a half hours away by car from Chicago, so I guess that's why they picked Chicago at the time. I think you had to be in Iowa to get a ticket, and yeah. they were apparently very expensive. Yeah, uh, tickets were going for fourteen hundred dollars a seat originally, but it peaked. To almost four thousand dollars a seat right. yeah. as the game approached, 
You know, you know what else was a nice touch? Having a home plate umpire, a native eye guy from Iowa, the, the umpire. Right. Yeah. And, yes. and they were wearing this EC on the on their shirts because it was the umpire years ago, Eric Cooper, who was from Iowa, died a few Gosh. years ago. Right. Just a nice touch. Pat Holberg from from Iowa to umpire the game. Thanks. Gerald. I have the dimensions of the field, 335 down the lines, three, uh, 380 feet to the power gaps and 400 feet to, to uh, straightaway center. Sure. Regular field. Yeah. Regular field. Regular field, major league. Yeah. Michael, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I just wanted to say I, I love the game. I loved everything about it. Of course, how it ended wasn't too thrilling. Yeah, but mm -hmm. I would have loved for the game to have been on NBC instead of Fox because I can't stand uh, – that announcer, uh, uh, Buck, and I would have loved to have heard that game with Costas being the announcer. He, I have that's to agree the only with you thing there. that I, I would have loved even more. Okay. So I thought it was cool. And I thought again next year, and uh, I don't know if it'll go <laughs> popular next year. You know, usually the sequels are never as great as the originals. But they, next, they, next year they said the Cubs are going to play. <laughs> that would be cool, too. Yeah. Uh, so I gave you a homework assignment. Yes. So yes. some yes. of you maybe have your lists, and no big deal. It became easier after I gave the assignment out. I said, "Oh my God, this is ridiculous." There were so many names. So yeah. give us a give us five for me. If you have if you did it, give us five. No, uh, Larry only has one or two. Or no, three. I I have I actually four. I have four. All right. So give us the four. I got one. Eddie Murray, Frank Howard, Branch Ricky. And Garrick Cole. That's it. Garrick Cole. Garrick could be a name. Garrick. Garrick. I guess well, it is a name because that's his name. But could it be a last name? Like Joe Garrick, I guess. I go. Okay, I'll give it to you. Yeah. All right, let's go around. Give like three or four or five the most uh, from your list. And you may have more than that. Yeah. Fred, you go first. Uh, Doyle Alexander. Oh. Denny, Denny Doyle. Brooks Lawrence. Larry oh. Jackson. Brooks Robinson, Gorman Thomas. Good, good. Anybody else want to share? Okay, Steve. Ray Guy, LeBron James, Tyler Wade, Tyler Austin, and Tanner Scott. It's it's it seemed to be pretty easy. Howie. Yeah. Okay, you met fans. Gary Carter. All right. Joe Gordon. Remember him, second baseman, yes. Yankees. Yes, yeah. Dave Stewart, famous Oakland pitcher. David Stewart. Uh, current player Nick Ahmed. Ahmed, Ahmed Nick. Right. And finally, Larry Walker, Hall of Famer. Walker. Okay, Ron, you got a few? Well, I'll just throw in one, Chris Paul. Chris yeah. Paul. Yeah. That's easy. All right, Milton, you got a few? Just one, Tommy Hunter. Tommy and a hunter. Sure. sure. Michael. John. Yeah. I have I have Herschel Walker, Greg Jeffries, Sloan Stevens, Walker Cooper, and Tommy John. Tommy John. Tommy John. Mm -hmm. All right. So I had a I had a lot, but I'll give you a few. Amos Otis. Remember Amos? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Joey J. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ryan. Ryan Howard. Uh, yeah. All the people whose first name is whatever and the last name is Thomas. <laughs> all of them. Uh, George Herman Ruth. Right. And there's more. Nolan Ryan. 
You could go <laughs> on forever and ever. Obviously, there's so many of them. I didn't realize it after I gave it up. But okay. Yeah. You want to give uh, uh, Gerald a few more and then we'll move on? Yeah. Ryan Howard, Larry Shepard, Frank Larry, Jack George, Frank Francisco. There you go. Okay. Thank you for playing the game. A little homework, which is cool. All right. The Mets. This past week. <laughs> Must we? All right. They were 59 and 54 uh, last week. You believe that? 59 and 54. And now they're 60 and 60. <laughs> Thank God. Praise the Lord that they, they won yesterday. Uh, yeah. I, I thought you'd be at the game. Yeah. I texted you. I said, are you there? Well, I, I would have went to one of the games, but Priscilla was sick with this virus. So, uh, well, we watched, I watched every minute of each of the three games. Good for you. Oh. I watched. Uh, okay, but for you, it started three hours early. Right. You, you can stay up. <laughs> Yeah, you texted me and said, do you watch any game? I said, shh, I'm taking the lead. Taping it out. Hour. <laughs> so all, all who the knows? scores were so close, too. Very close scores. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah, yeah. think about that. Think of the Great. scores. And the Do- when they played the Dodgers, when the Dodgers, it was a Met home game. Now they're playing the Dodgers away. Hey. I want, so yeah. if, you, if you saw the Dodgers and saw the, saw the Giants, who do you think's a better team? We know who's in first place, but on paper, it looks like the Dodgers. But you look at the Mets up and down that bench, uh, and uh, the starting pitching, I think, holds up to the Dodgers starting pitching pretty much. And I am more, I, well, I'm more confident in Tyler McGee, what was it? McGee and Tyler than Kenley Jansen and whoever else they have. Uh, yeah, it, it would be close. You know, I was first really worried about San Diego, and they may sneak in if they make the wall card. They've been tapering but, off. They've been tapering I, off. I, <clears throat> Dodgers I, have a lot of injuries. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. many games did the Giants I have? Think Dodgers have. Her show is out, right? Is it four, I think? Is it still four today? Three. Three. Or, or three? three. Dodgers won mm-hmm. yesterday, right? It would be three, right? Yeah. And, Dodge, Michael, Dodgers, Michael, and the, Dodge, the Dodgers also have a four games. power distraction. I wonder how that affects them. Mm. What? I don't think it's distracted them because they, they have, they're doing fantastic. Oh. Great. Isn't Kershaw out too? Yeah. He's coming, he's coming back slowly in September. Yeah. But not as a starter, it yeah. works way back. He slowly. may never be the same, Howie. He yeah. may never be the same. What, yeah. what, what, I, what I like about the Giants is they got a lot of depth. I, I like the idea of them using a six-man bench. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of flexibility during the, during the course of the game. I mean, it's unbelievable yeah. now that they have Longoria back, and he hasn't yeah. missed a beat. I look up and I go, wait a minute, Brian's yeah. playing left, right field now? Yeah. You know, and then he can play Dickerson or Slater in center, and you got guys. And the backup catcher, Casales, having such a great year besides uh, Posey. And of course, the shortstop, yeah. he's 40, 50 yeah. points above his lifetime average. That yeah. play he made and, yesterday with the flip from the glove. I think yeah. Yeah. Great play, yeah. 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 And he's a pleasant boy. He's like a, a, a two towns south of me. Yeah. I know people 
I know somebody who taught with his mother. His mother was a school teacher. Is that so? Great, great family. Yeah. And you know, there was some remarks in the paper here. Chris Bryant sounds like he's he's ready to resign with them. Because you know, somebody said to him, "Well, you know, your agent Boris likes to have guys to go, you know, for, you know, bring them to free agency." So he says, "I'm running the show." Yeah. Right. Well, I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you guys read the story, but when he reported, so and he got to the hotel room. He and his family, the Giants had laid out all of the their uniforms, all different types of uniforms with his name and number yeah. on it. And his one and a half year old jumped and would go and hugged one and go, Daddy, Daddy. And he was, I was at the game where he first, what, the one he first yeah. played a couple of Sundays ago. He yeah. came out just to warm up and people gave him a standing yeah. ovation. Yeah. And then he home it in the second of his back. Uh, I really hope he stays. I mean, he, he's a hell of a person and a hell of a ball player. I think uh, he will. From, you know, yeah. you know, Larry. the only thing I would like to see with that man on second base, that at least the game, they should have two outs. If you're going to have a man on second, at least have two outs. Yeah. A, I don't like yeah, right. this. <laughs> well, they're not going to be doing that next year. No, 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 they, no. that would be great. That's are good. they dropping That'll be the, gone, the ghost runner? Are they dropping the seven double header next year? Yeah, please? I, I so. believe That's they are. It'll be nine innings. Good. But you know what? We don't like the seven inning double header unless your team is winning coming That's to the right. Where you're working the game. Right. <laughs> you're working right. the game. You know, I was watching the Yankee game the other the Yankee oh, double yeah. header, and, uh, and, and they won the first, and now the second inning, the second game, and the guy said, and we got to the last inning, the seventh, and they were right. ahead saying, you know, they win. Right. They win. Well, yeah. it's, not fair, it's not fair to the fans because they always split up the double headers. It's a separate yeah. admission. So basically, you're only seeing a seven inning game. Yeah. Right. That's, that's not that fair. I agree with Howie. I mean, I don't mind if it's a double header, if it's a single admission, yeah. two seven inning games. Okay, you're getting 14 innings of baseball. Right. Right. But to go to a stadium, park the car, spend all the money for you, and only see, you know. Yeah. That, that's uh, Little League games. Yeah. Unless you're like me, because I leave after the Saturday. <laughs> especially especially when you bought a ticket in advance. Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. th that, was, that was a whole big thing they were saying about the making sure the doubleheaders shouldn't be split admissions. It should, you know. Yeah, huh. right. It should be. But meanwhile, if I went to one of those seven inning games, I would leave after the fifth. <laughs> you gotta beat that traffic out of that stadium, you know. Uh, the Padres are twelve games out. Wasting, wasting your money. Yeah, the Padres uh, are twelve games out. So, yeah, Mark, Mark, you know, somebody has a comment. Yeah, Steve. Steve, I, I was wondering, how does the ERA of you know with the runner on second base? How did you know? How does it, it affect the ERA? It, it, if, if the runner scored, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Oh, right. Doesn't right. Count doesn't count. It's called a ghost runner. A ghost runner, right? Ghost ghost runner, runner, right. Yeah. So, so, so in other words, if a pitcher gives up a home run, only one run counts. The two run you know, home run to the first right. So, so he can get the loss, but he, right. but his ERA isn't affected. Right. Right. right, right, which adds to the stupidity of it all. Right, right. You know, you know, if you look at the standings in the National League in the wild card. You know, the Padres are only a game and a half ahead of the Reds, and the Cardinals are coming up. They're only three and a half games 
Come behind. The they, they, they never, the last never out the Cardinals. That franchise yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah, they're, they're, they're always there. They got the same number of losses as the Reds. Only one loss, one loss more than the Padres. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know how the Cardinals did. I don't know how the Cardinals did last night. I don't. It wasn't in this paper. Okay. Flaherty's back, so I think. Okay. Uh, and that's the Mets story. Um, nah. What else do we have here? Oh, as far as the uh, the Mets were kind of um, kind of very very upset Sunday. Uh, when oh, they yeah. had to play that game at night, night. and Ron, right. you said you were there for four hours. That was the game you, Sunday yeah. night. Yeah, then did about eleven o'clock. But eleven o'clock. Then they had a, somehow take a shower, get dressed, and go to the airport to board a plane to go to San Francisco for a night game the following day. Right, which well, is rough, 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 rough. across the were in the same situation. yeah, but again, not thinking about the schedule, you know. Not thinking about the players. Yeah, yeah. they think they, about the money. That's and they, hey, the, and they the also don't think, into the uh, contract. To the, yeah, uh, and they also don't think about the, and they also don't money. think about the fans. I mean, if you have a regularly scheduled one o'clock game, you might have people who have arranged bus tours, say from 150, 200 miles away, you know, to go to the game and and, and to change it. They, they should sure. really think more about the average fan. I know. It's, I know. It's, I know it's all about money, but they're going to lose people, you know, you know, because by doing this, they shouldn't be allowed to change a game from one o'clock to seven o'clock. It's worse than football, Fred. What? That's the 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 nationally televised game on Sunday night. Right. Yeah. Fox pays a lot of of money for that. So they get, uh, you know, they get, yeah. they get a lot, just, uh, they get a I lot of things. And for a four-hour game, it wasn't much of a game. What was a blowout, right? Fourteen-four, yeah. I think. Fourteen-four. Fourteen-four. All right, excuse, let's excuse let's you. go on to the other team in New York that uh, mm-hmm. had a fantastic week. Uh, the Yankees at this time last week was sixty-three and fifty-one. Now they're sixty-nine and fifty-two. They went six and one, mm-hmm. and they're, they're hot as a. Uh, you fill in the blank. It's and very right- interesting. Very interesting, though. They had to take Chapman out and and put somebody yeah. else in to ensure the win yesterday. That's right. Yeah. I think the closer. They, I, they had to remove the closer. I think he wasn't. It wasn't a closer situation. I think he put him in. The he, turned, he turned it into yeah. one. He turned it <laughs> yeah. into one. But <laughs> I think he put him in just to give him work coming right. back. Right. And right. It, Backfired completely. Backfired. When, when they scored the one run in the bottom of the eighth, that negated the save situation. But they right. almost blew it anyway, like Larry said. They had a break, right. then it became a save. Yeah. And the guy who replaced Chapman got the save. Yeah. Right. That's because, right. Chapman, because Chapman turned it into a save uh, right. situation. Right. Who came in? Was it uh, uh, Lucas? Lucas Lutke. Uh, Is that his name? Uh, guy's done very well for them all year. He's very well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they're they're really hot as a pistol, as they say right now. And uh, 
they're in the, they're in the wild card right now. They're one. They, of the, they're in the wild card. They have the easiest schedule of the three: yeah, of Oakland, Boston, yeah. and the Yankees. The Yankees Four games got, against the Twins coming up. That should be pretty good for them. Don't yeah. take them lightly. They can hit. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't count the uh, don't count the eggs <laughs> until they're hatched. You know, but, it's uh, funny. as yeah. bad as the uh, Yankees looked a while ago, that's how bad the Red Sox looked in this series. Exactly right. Isn't it amazing. Yeah. How amazing. Red the, the Red Sox looked invincible early it, part of the season. Lifeless. They looked lifeless. They looked pitching, lifeless. Caught, pitching caught up with them. And they had to yeah, mediocre. You know, <laughs> you know, you know what's great to see about the Yankees, at least for me. I love it that some of their lesser players, like that pitcher Hill, Hill and Velasquez, the shortstop, they're, they're really shining. You know, how, how does that guy pronounce his name? G-I-L. It's, it's not Gil. It's something else. It's, well, G-I-L is Hill, right? You know, this guy, done, this guy has done stuff that nobody in the history of, the, of Major League Baseball has done. I don't know if you have it in your notes, Mark. Yeah, you could talk about it. Well, I know for his first two starts, I'm, I'm reading in here, yeah. he became the first pitcher to strike out at least 14, allow fewer than 10 base runners, and not give up a run in his first two games of, of, of his career. Yeah. And then he did something else with, in the third, in the, if there's third start, along similar lines. And he was the first Yankee since a guy named Slow Joe Doyle. <laughs> this is what they said on the broadcast. This is 1906. I forget what it was, but it was some milestone. So he, he's go ahead, yeah, Michael. Michael, maybe you can. In, in my mind, first of all, Gill is incredible, and uh, it's yeah. amazing. And also, of course, Chapman, not Chapman, uh, Cashman did an incredible job getting the acquisition of uh, of those two players, uh, Rizzo and uh, Gallo. Yeah. But what amazes me the most about the Yankees. These pitchers who we never thought would be effective, including right. Lecky and Abreu and uh, this guy Reddings, Writings, whatever the heck his name is, they, he, they he, come in and, and they're effective and you never expect them to be. And that's one of the keys of what's going right. on with the Yankees. Now, a guy like Stanton, Stanton, and, and uh, actually between the, the three people who I used to pick on the most, Stanton, uh, Boone, and Blake. I did not think they had a clue. All of a sudden, they're all looking terrific. And Stanton, if he hits like he's capable, he could take the Yankees so darn far, it's unbelievable. Because when he gets hot, he's better than all of them. And uh, Blake, for some reason, he seems to be teaching these pitchers. And from oh. a team that I really, really got pissed off at, and I used to post on Facebook how annoyed I was getting with Boone and, and, uh, and all of them, uh, they got a team that could probably go pretty far. And I'm anybody, objectively. anybody see that play that Peralta made the other day on that on that ground ball? I think it hit him in the knee and the ball bounced off the third base. He was so quick yes. and just threw the guy out of first base. That was really a great, great yeah. field. How about, the, how about the last play last night? Oh, the last yeah. fantastic. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was a very good trade, you know, under 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 you know under under the gun of getting Peralta you know for top at the time I was upset that they that they traded Taupman but Peralta's pitching very well. Well, Taupman got DFA'd by the Giants. Yeah, waivers. Not. He's playing for Triple A Sacramento now. Nobody wanted. Nobody wanted. Nobody wanted. Well, I just want to ask about Stanton. I watch him, and he just looks so feeble in trying to go after those low and outside pitchers. 
whether they're in the strike zone or not. Can't anybody correct that or, or anything? I mean, it, it's so obvious. Yeah, they get them all any, time. Any thoughts or he just always been doing that? And he looks like he's swinging with all hands. Yeah. Look like he's just his arms. Awesome. It. it looks so awkward. And the other thing I want to ask is this latest comment on Boyd about, you know, playing. I don't know why he shut his mouth off because they can just put him at uh, DH and have uh, Russo, Rizzo at first. I don't know. What, what is he complaining about? You know? Don't worry. They won't want the playing time. Yeah, and Boone Boone was approached. He, they asked Boone. He says, "I'm going to give them playing time. You know, they'll all get playing time. Don't worry." I mean, that's what happens what with Pablo with the Giants. Yeah. You know, some guys are, you know, who would like Wilmer Flores. Right. Normally, a guy like that would play every day, mm. but you got other players that you could play and put them in. Mm. Uh, I mean, Stanton looks fairly competent in the outfield, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And every time he does hit the ball, they always tell you how the the exit velocity of every ball he hits. Right. Right. (laughs) Every ball. Oh, that was one (laughs) ten. So, what do you think about Zach Britton before Chapman got a little better, uh, begging out, begging out to be the the closer? I'm glad Mm. they put him in the other day to pitch an inning, and he did very well for that one inning. And, he lost his and confidence. the guy's got to correct himself. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. well, he begged. He begged out of the closing job. Well, I think he's good. Both of them, Chapman and uh, Britton, both have a problem with location. That's what's going on with both of them. They can't locate right. the ball. I mean, yeah. Chapman uh, on any of his yeah, strikeouts, sure. it's his uh, curveball now, or with a slider, whatever you want to call it. He can't get his fastball in. They got too many home run, too many pitchers that give up home runs. Uh, Britton. Chapman, the, the other guy also, the... the oh, Chad Green, yeah. Yeah, they give up home runs. You need a ground ball pitcher when you're in a bad, when you're in a late situation. You really need a ground ball pitcher. Yeah. That, that, was something the, that was something the other day when Loisica got out with the bases loaded, nobody out to win the game. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wasn't that something? Yeah, yeah with a couple that. of 3-0 yeah. counts also, Fred. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's beginning to look like uh, Severino will not be back this year. Because, again, yeah. they shut him down for a week or so. We ought to have a pool. Who comes back first? Comes back. Frazier, I don't think you'll see him as a Yankee playing ever again. Did, did they ever make an announcement on what the doctor in Los Angeles said about his the, the MRI they sent, it, sent him to? Shoulder tightness, whatever that means. That's the last I heard. Hmm. Now, this is a, something I picked up. It says, eight things no one saw coming this year in baseball. Eight things hmm. that no one saw this coming hmm. beginning of the season. And number the one was the Giants, Giants. season to be what they're doing. Uh, and the, league homers. <laughs> the, the, the major league home run leader is a pitcher. And he right. hit his 40th last night, Otani. Uh, number three, they had Cedric Mullen. The, the oh, Orioles yeah. center fielder is a real star. He's a good and player. He's he's a, he came yeah. out of nowhere. He's got 20 plus homers, 29 yeah. doubles, four triples. 22 stolen bases, probably numbers are higher than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. He gave up switch hitting. He was a switch hitter at one yeah. time, but he gave it up. Uh, how about no one thought that Joey Votto or Buster Posey would be MVP candidates? Mm. You start the season. Uh, no one thought that. 
No one thought Carlos Rondon would be a great pitcher, the White Sox yeah. pitcher. No one thought Zach Wheeler would be a Cy Young candidate. <laughs> right. No one thought the Twins would be so bad. Right. Yeah. And no one thought Albert Pujols would be a Dodger. <laughs> and, and be decent. I thought that was interesting. And then we had the, the Cubs. Sorry, uh, Ron. Right. <laughs> on that. And winless on a seven-game homestand for the first time in 78 years. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Times in mm. yeah. Another Can't no play hitter. that on the blackout. Another no-hitter. Mm. Tyler Gilbert. Never heard of this dude. Who? Diamondbacks yeah. pitched a, huh. a no-hitter. It was the eighth no-hitter this year. Um, in his first major league start, yeah. imagine that your first major league start, you throw a no hitter. Uh, it was done by uh, Bobo Holloman in '53, and before that, was done in the 1800s mm-hmm. by a Bumpus Jones. Oh, yeah. Um, and the eight no hitters in one year, not counting Madison Bumgarner's home, uh, no, mm-hmm. no hitter, the seven inning uh, no hitter. Yeah. So, that's really nine. Nine, and uh, it ties a record. This is it. it ties a record, the eight from eighteen eighty four. The first year pitchers could throw overhand. <laughs> so before they were throwing <laughs> underhand back in those days. What, what, what's the record for the modern era? Do you know? No. Yeah. 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 But uh, good, good for him, Tyler Gilbert. I don't know. We'll follow him. We and could use his What's that? Could use his name, Tyler. That's right. right. There you go. Right. And then the next day, the Cleveland pitcher, Tristan McKenzie, nearly throws a perfect game. Could have used uh, his name too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a two-out single in the in the eighth inning was the only hit or base right. one he gave up. Good fit. Miguel Cabrera still at four ninety-nine. Right. Wow. Okay. And Joey Votto got his two thousandth hit. You think he's a Hall of Famer at 37 yes. years old? Well, well, like, I told, like, like I told you last week, I know one person is going to vote for him. Right. I don't know. 2,000 hits? I don't know. MVP. He has a lifetime 300 batting average. Plus. Yeah. yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. 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 Playing with the Reds. What, plus, they haven't done much. In all plus the Posey game. also is a Hall of Famer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. After this so, yeah. year. Yeah. And Tatis comes back and he plays the outfield. That's that's amazing. He's and still he comes back league and four hits and two homers in his first game back. Three championships. Was that after sleeping with Tyler uh, with uh, Bauer's girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> he was mentioned in that court case. Oh really? Was he? Yeah, the, the woman at the in the uh, the Tyler Bauer the Bauer whatever the hell his name is. Okay, the court case. They, uh, the woman that accused him, they, they found out that she slept with, uh, besides Bauer, Tatis Jr. and someone else, another oh, Padre. God. Oh, yeah, 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 I heard that. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I, about get that. around, get around. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Just be careful out there. Right. <laughs> be careful. Uh, Michael. You know, what, you know what else should be on top of your list? I mean, I, I bet you it's not. Well, first of all, two things. number one. From a boring, mundane baseball season, it's getting entertaining. You have to admit, it's an entertaining yes. baseball season. All of a sudden, yeah. with all the things that you're mentioning, but the one thing in your list, Mark, that you have not mentioned, what makes the Tampa Bay Rays so good? The Yankees might not even catch them. 
no matter how hot the Yankees are, we know all these players, right? Mm-hmm. What do they have? They don't have their ace pitcher, and they're all hitting 250. What are they doing? Even they, better than Howie's Giants. What are they yeah. doing? Yeah, they Chemistry, don't even have culture. a power hitting first baseman. Have you seen uh, Troy's record? It's like he yeah. wouldn't be starting on the Giants for sure. Uh, I, I don't know, but it's a hell of a great job the manager is, is doing. Yeah. Five games yeah. ahead, according to this paper here. Yeah. I really thought that Toronto would take the day of the truth. I thought on paper they were. Yeah. They were there. And that's a that's to me, it's even a bigger bit of disappointment than the Yankees. Off. Yeah. Um again, what's today's date? Today is the um 19th. 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 So a month, 19th. a couple of weeks. Still a lot of baseball. I think a quarter of the season to go. Yeah. So. Another yeah. thing, Mark, that's I don't know if people would have thought, but would have thought that Seattle was only three and a half games out of the wild card. And they're, they're playing, I think, a lot better than people thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know watch. what? You know, you know what team's playing has a big one loss record at home and is losing on the road. Uh, the Rockies, the Rockies have a great one loss record, but forty one and twenty one at home. Right, at home. Wow. Right. That's and fourteen forty five on the road. Yeah, you know, I think I think the Rockies were tied for the most walk off wins. I saw this thing in the paper the other day. Yeah, unreal. And, uh, let's move on. So, uh, a couple other notes I have here that uh, Jack Morris got in trouble. Yeah, yep. Jack Morris yep. uh, was suspended indefinitely uh, by the Tigers. He's a, I guess, an analyst uh, for using a fake accent yeah. in referring to Shohei Otani during the broadcast. He apologized for his uh, his actions. They say he'll go to IS training to learn how to be positive influence in a device diverse community. Uh, he said, they asked how, uh, with Otani coming up, what would you do? You know, the announcer said it to him, what would you do? Otani's coming up. And he, I'm not going to repeat the, the accent, but he said, be very, very careful. He used it in, a, I guess, a Japanese uh, accent. And so he got in trouble for that. Yep. Yeah. It, I, it didn't seem much. I heard the replay. It didn't seem much, but I guess that's all you got to do today. Yeah, that's right. Wasn't Take much. Much. Wasn't much. Right. And you can see the footage from the uh, the shot that the uh, Chris Bassett got to the side of the head. Yeah. Oh my pitcher. god! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Oakland pitcher, right? He was having a fabulous year. He made the All Star team. I know my fantasy team. Yeah, yeah. Shot to the uh, side of his head, really. Yeah, uh, broke his cheek, multiple lacerations, uh, but he'll need surgery. But what a shot! If it, this is something you have to see in the replay, you type that in. In the, in, the, in the story in the New York paper today, it said he has no recollection of what happened. But yet he was conscious. Uh, they said he. Yeah, was he said it wasn't a concussion, but he has no recollection of what happened. Yeah, yeah, it sounds good. Uh, Herb the Padres, score, Herb score, right? Yeah, Herb score. We'll see how happy yeah. he comes back because he's having yeah. his, his career year right here. Uh, yeah. The Padres signed Jay Garrietta since he was cut <laughs> by the Cubby. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. How did he do? He, did he, do? he was supposed to pitch last night. I he got beat. He, lost. he got beat up. Beat up. Right. And yeah. the Rays signed David Robinson. David yeah. Robinson straight right. off the Olympic team. He hasn't played since 2019, I think. 
Right, because yeah, hasn't, hasn't he been injured? Hasn't he been injured? You know, the Giants picked up uh, Tyler Chatwood. Yeah. While Travis oh, Bell really. That's everything. <laughs> yeah, Toronto X. had him this year. I yeah. have uh, two more baseball things. Um, we're running time. Well, right. Mark, I have just two after that. If we'll... Okay, okay. It could be a baseball day. A, yeah. a, a Hannes Wagner baseball yeah, that was one card. Of them. This is what you wanted to bring about? That was one of them, yeah. All right, so tell us now about <laughs> that. Okay. Oh, well, it, it, it was auctioned off for $6.6 million, a baseball wow. card. And, and the show, I think it was only a PSA 3. I think that's what it was. Right. Which, considering it goes up to 10, it was a pretty low score, but that shows you what the the, honest, the holy grail of cards. Yeah. What, what, wow. what does that mean, PS3? You mean the quality of the card? Yes, yes. Three out of 10. Very low. Very low. Ten. Mm. Three is, I think, very good. I think it, even though very good sounds good. Yeah, it's not. In terms of baseball cards, it is. Mark knows because his son is into uh, right, right, right. baseball cards, but 6.6 million. There's only eight of them out, right? I'm not, I'm not sure how many are out there. I don't have one, boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a crappy looking little card. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, everybody it- knows the reason why it's worth so much, right? No? You know? Okay, well. Too many out there. Yeah, because smoking? Yeah, because they, originally they were given out in packs of cigarettes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Honus Wagner was against kids buying cigarettes to get the cards. So I think originally there were only 200 cards released to the public before he had a chance to stop it. So that's one That's one reason why it's worth so much money today, if you have one. Are all the cards accounted for in collector's hands, or are there some cards that are just out there that Mark will run across and then... And this uh, weekly thing and the top <laughs> that I, I don't I don't know. Who knows? Maybe one or two might pop up. You never know. In the garage sale, in yeah. a book. somebody somebody may have buried a pack of camels or something. You know. Walk you a change your Wednesday walk to uh, let's walk by some garage sale. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you for that one. Uh, I heard yesterday that Don Lawson's grandson spread his ashes on the mound of the old Yankee Stadium across the street in the uh, McCombs Dam Park. Wow. Isn't that cool? I thought that was cool to hear that one. And there was another story I heard. This is a good one. They had a picture of someone wearing a Mickey Mantle uh, shirt, uh, jersey. Is number seven. But it had mantle across the back. Right. And they said that was like sacrilegious to have a, to have his name on a Yankee jersey with mm-hmm. a number seven. The yeah. Yankees never went to names in the back of their shirts. Yeah. So they thought that was really cool. Uh, Gerald, you wanted to talk about the, the Hall of Fame. You want to throw yes. something in there about the Hall of Fame real quick? Yes. As we know... In order to get into the Hall of Fame, you either have to be uh, uh, voted on by the Baseball Writers Association, or you can be voted into the Hall of Fame by a veterans committee 
There's, there's 10 years of eligibility. I didn't really look a lot into all of the details, but I wanted to point out that there are some inequities that have gone on regarding players that are in the Hall of Fame and players that should be in the Hall of Fame. For example, uh, Bill Mazeroski. We all know about the 1960 home run. He's in the Hall of Fame. A Veterans Committee voted him in. There was a lot of politics involved with that. Now, there's also a player, was a player named Rick Farrell. Uh, uh, the Farrell brothers. So Rick Farrell was supposed to be a very good uh, catcher, but offensively, uh, for an average of 162 games, he averaged two home runs and 63 RBIs. Now, I want to contrast that with Albert Bell. We know Albert Bell was not very popular with the sports writers in the world. And he had a 12-year career. The first uh, two years of his career, uh, he, he didn't play too much. But in the last 10 years of his career, he was absolutely outstanding. Listen to these numbers. In a 162-game average, he had 4-0, 40 home runs, 130 RBIs per year, and a lifetime batting average of 295. Now, I know it's a, that's a short career, but Sandy Koufax had a very short career, 10 years or so, and he, and he uh, dominated for about five years. Now, I, want to, I wanted to go over one other uh, player who's in the Hall of Fame, the great Ralph Kiner, who had a bad back, and his career only lasted 10 years. And his batting average uh, was 279 versus uh, Bell's 295. He had 41 home runs versus Bell's 40 per year, and he had 112 RBIs versus 130 RBIs for Bell. So I submit to you that it's patently unfair for Albert Bell not to be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely ridiculous, and that's all about politics and uh, uh, sports writers' likes and dislikes. And, and there should be a veterans committee right now looking at Albert Bell's uh, record. And the, again, the excuse that he had a short career doesn't hold water. The two examples, Koufax and Ralph Kiner. Yeah. How so long I'm, not Bell related, I'm not related to Albert Bell, but I, but I defend him completely. How long did he play? How many years, Gerald, did Bell play? He played, he played 12 years. The first two years, he didn't play very much. And how but many homers did he his, How many homers did he have? 381. He, he, he is 381. So, so it's right. equivalent to Kiner played 10 years and hit 369. What, Correct. what do people think about Fred McGriff? Does he belong in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I didn't look at Fred McGriff. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I, don't know, I don't know why uh, these plays are skipped over. Now, I'm going to make one suggestion, and and it may it may be uh, rejected. Uh, Fred McGriff was black, I believe, and so was Albert Bell. Maybe I'm maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree, but that's just my opinion. Well, I think there are others who aren't black. I I, I think Jeff Kent should be in the Hall of Fame. Well, yeah, there's a lot of people we think should be in the Hall of Fame. Joe, he was also very done. unpopular with Joe. sports writers, right? Yeah. Ken, but right. kind of. If I could talk about Kiner, I Go think ahead. he led. 
I think he either led or tied the league for home runs in each of his 10 seasons. Or close yeah, like to eight it. 10 or whatever. And, and he then he had, retire, he had to retire because of a bad back. Right. He played for a team that was in the cellar every Pirates. year, the Pirates. Right. Well, you know, you know just, the old story about about uh, him playing for the Pirates. Yeah. You know the story mm-hmm. about Branch Rookie, what he said to him. Yeah. Yeah. What he wanted. One to year. One year. Yeah. He there were no agents at the time, mm-hmm. so Ralph went went in to see Branch Rookie to talk contract, and Branch Rookie said, mm-hmm. "Ralph, I'm going to cut your salary." He says, "Mr. Rookie, happy to cut my salary. I had a great year." <laughs> and Rookie said, mm-hmm. "Ralph, we finished." <laughs> last with you we could finish last without you <laughs> you know that last that first year that uh, the last year of Hank Greenberg's career he played with Ralph Kaina on the Pirates they yeah. still finished probably last but yeah. can you that lineup it's all about pitching <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 I'm sorry I didn't hear that uh Hank Greenberg finished his career with one year at Pittsburgh, and he played alongside uh, Ralph Kiner. Right. They were great friends. Yeah. 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 Um, that's us Michael? You know, you could think of so many second basemen that were better than Bill Mazeroski. He mm-hmm. had one great home run, and he had right. connections with the uh, sports writers, and he got into the Hall of Fame. And off, off the top of my head, I could think of Bobby Richardson, I could think of Willie Randolph. I could right, think of Brundage, right? Isn't it called the Sports Writers Hall of Fame or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hall of Fame, right? Baseball writers. I mean, Don Blasingame, right? Don Blasingame was every, every bit as good as, as Bill Mazeroski. Right, right. And with that being said, well, it'll be a great it'll be a great uh, thing to. Uh, to uh, find the background about uh, all these things that happen with the Hall of Fame and write a book, you know, about the politics and and why and the wherefores. I bet you could do a, a great expose on why certain players, even Mattingly, right? Even Gidry. There's so many players that you can think of off the top of your head that should be in the Hall of Fame in lieu of those like the Harold Baineses and the, the Bill, Bill Mazeroski did an amazing feat. But, Ma- but Roger Maris is in, is in the Hall of Fame. So you could think Gil of uh, all of these Gil little things. And, and you could write a Gil book Hodge. about that it. That should be yeah. a homework assignment next week to make a list. Five people who you think should Ooh. be in the Hall of Fame and are not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> the On the Mark Hall of Fame. Go, <laughs> okay. Go and see. Yeah. Um, Go. Yeah, you were talking about kind of salary getting cut. I, I think I remember that after Mantle won the Triple Crown in 55, oh, yeah. in 56, he actually 56. hit a little bit higher, hit 365, but his homers and RBIs were down. And I right. think George Weiss wanted to cut his salary. That's right. Unbelievable. Something else behind that. That was the reason. That was the reserves clause. It was, it was amazing. There was something else behind that. As I recall, they had oh. pictures of Mick that uh, uh, Mick didn't want uh, to be publicized, if you know uh, what I mean. Okay, yeah, that I didn't know. With Billy Martin, I think. Was that that, 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 that I year? Don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that there were things that he did <laughs> with the Copacabana. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine that happening today? Yeah. A guy like Mickey Mantle wins a triple crown, and next year he did he? I think he, I think he led in batting. Was second in batting. Yeah, he hit his average was high, but the homers and RBIs were down. Today, a guy hits two thirty. Williams. 
And they want to cut his salary. How could that happen? The guy hits 230, gets a raise. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know if you saw, they they started the, uh, the, the negotiations for the new contract in baseball. I don't know if I read it right or wrong, but they say they want to start the lowest salary in baseball to be a hundred million dollars. Could you believe that? No. <laughs> no. Did I read no. that wrong? A million, a million. A million. No, million. it wasn't a million. Not a hundred billion. Can't be a reading that again. It just came out yesterday, and I read it again. It can't be a million. It's a million. I think think minimum salary is about five fifty-five now. Yes, I I should have practiced more growing up. Listen, Steve, you want to say something? Yeah, I want about the Hall of Fame voting. You know, in Newsday, they published a lot of the voting. Some of these guys are out of their mind. They vote for ten players when there's maybe three that really should be in it. You know, yeah. there's, there's got to be a way of somehow judging the judges. Yeah. Because some of these people, sure. that they, like you pointed out, Mazaraskin and some of these other people, there's no way they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Don't if it's going to be a Hall of Fame. He's very happy being in the Hall of Fame. He, he didn't die, right? He's still alive, right? Maz is still alive, yeah. Mark, if we're still doing this show, I think in three years... I'll have my son come on, and he can he can justify his picks for the Hall of Fame. That would be cool. That would be cool. By the way, Albert Bell, his first three or four years, he was called Joey. Right, Joey Bell. Joey yeah, Bell. that's his name. Joe Bell. His name is Albert Joan Bell. So he came up as Joey and changed to Albert. Okay, there you go. So uh, we did all baseball. Do you guys have any basketball news uh, briefly or hockey? Anything on that? Um, Ron, Uh, you're prepared for this. Well, one thing with basketball, um, last last week, Dennis Schroeder should fire his agent. I don't know if you guys spoke about it at all. During the season, the Mm -hmm. Lakers offered them four years, $84 million Mm -hmm. contract. Turned it down. An idiot. And yeah. went to free agency and signed with the Celtics for five point nine million one year. For one year. Yeah. I mean, well, then, uh, uh, Ron didn't Kawhi Leonard uh, declare free agency and then he signed a contract back with the Clippers for less money than they offered him. Exactly. Yeah, five hundred ninety-seven million, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, I'm not a Kawhi fan because I'm a Clipper fan, but yeah. you know, congrats to him. That's the way to do it. Did he really want to leave? I mean, what's the what was the purpose of that? I was well, hoping so maybe they could the find somebody else. You know, I remember years ago, Magic Johnson took a, a cut so they could sign a, a, a player. Of course, it didn't work yeah. out. It was Terry Teagle, I think, at the time. Yeah, uh, remember. Yeah. Well, Brady, Brady took a cut for a number Brady of years. Yeah. Yes, he did. But they make that money up somewhere else. You can't yeah, they do, but how much can you spend? <laughs> I, 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 I remember, uh, uh, oh God, Paul O'Neill talking on an interview one time. Yeah. He never had an agent, and uh, and Michael Kay or someone asked him, "How come you had an? You didn't have an agent?" Because he signed the contract for five million, and he said the agent probably could have got you six million. And Paul O'Neill says, "I can't even spend the five million. What do I need an agent for?" <laughs> there you go, like a real guy, like a real guy. <laughs> Anything in hockey? No, <laughs> no, not much. Eichel still wants to be traded, but nobody's going to take him. I heard Joe Thornton yeah. resigned. Forty-two years old. No, he signed with somebody. 
Yeah, he signed. signed with 42 years Panthers, old. Right? Yeah. Florida, Florida Panthers. Florida Panthers. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a uh, in soccer. There was a uh, maybe you older guys heard about this, but uh, a German legend, Gerd Muller, soccer player, seventy-five years old, died. Does the name sound familiar to anybody? No, no. Yeah, yeah Roger's shaking his head. Soccer player. He's a, he's a legend. He he played for West Germany. Went to West Germany, East Germany. He was a striker. Uh, nickname Derbama. He was the last player to reach double digits in goals for a World Cup, scoring 10 goals in Mexico in 1970. Four years later, scores four goals for West Germany in the World Cup win. Uh, he scored 566 goals in 607 games uh, for playing with Germany. So he was a great uh, legend for uh, West Germany. Gerd Muller, dead Brother. at 75. Yeah. What, what about that female uh, soccer player, the one who, uh, who just retired? I think that's the one who whipped off her bra or something like that when they won the championship. No, Carly Lloyd. No. Carly Lloyd, right? someone else. Carly Lloyd retired, yeah. This is, this is Brandy something. Brandy Chatis, I think. Brandy Chas. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that was the bra thing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Ron? Yeah, just one quick thing for anybody interested. I, I know me and my son love it. They kick, the uh, Little League World Series is back on. Yeah. yeah. In the playoffs. Right. So we, we just love watching those games. So if you guys want to just, you know, if there's it's a slow sports night or day, the games are on all day long, check it out. Yeah. Thomas really- River is on now. Okay. So we have about 10 minutes left. But before we go to trivia, I just want to tell you a non-sports thing. Remember the actress who played the original Catwoman on TV? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar. She turned 88 years old. This All right, don't give her time. She's dead. Oh, my God. Eight, eight, name name the other very tall. Very pretty. Who else was the Catwoman? Very tall. Who's got trivia questions? Hey. Can she catch? Can she Can catch? She All right, with Howie. Trivia with 10 minutes. All right. Okay, it's a football question. Name, I keep my people losing. Name the eight NFL teams that have been to a Super Bowl but have never won any. They've been to Minnesota. Minnesota. Buffalo, 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 Minnesota. Atlanta Buffalo Falcons. Four, Minnesota four. Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta two. Chargers. Chargers. The Chargers one. LA Rams. Buffalo. No, Rams are one. No. Yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo, you said. You got four more. The LA Rams have won the Super Bowl. The LA, the um, St. Louis Rams won. The St. Louis Rams. Oh, the Rams won. Won. Rams won. Rams Rams, they won. What is Arizona? Arizona Cardinals. Never won. Oh, they won. Arizona. One. Team that went to the Wait a minute. The Rams, I'm sorry. The Rams aren't on the list. I was looking at the Cardinals. Rams no, are Ram, the Rams are won. Bowl, lost. And they won one and lost right. one. Right. Never won three. Jets? It is three. We're missing. Jets? No, Jets won. Jets won. Yeah, but they weren't, the, they weren't part of the NFL. Uh, Jets won. But it might be a trick. We got, uh, won. We got won. one team. Hint, this is one team that they lost to the same team. Eat twice, twice. They were there twice, and they lost twice. 
to the same theme. Mm. The the Car- Carolina, Carolina Panthers. Uh, I, gee, how you like those 49ers? No. <laughs> Carolina? How about the Broncos? The sk- uh, no, the Redskins. Broncos won. won. What, what about Carolina? Carolina never won. Carolina was in two Super Bowls. They've done one zero. So I think they lost to uh, uh, with Cam. They lost to the Broncos and they lost against the uh, Patriots. Patriots. So that's it. We got them all. Now, no, the Cincinnati Bengals. Are the Bengals? Uh, Were there twice and lost Uh. the same team, guys? Forty Niners. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) That was a Super Bowl. That's it. That's it. I got another one. Well, let's hold on to that. We'll come okay. back to you, okay? Come, come back to, to me. Give us one, uh, uh, Gerald. Which uh, MLB player won the first MVP in the World Series? First MVP ever awarded. Mm. Give us a year. <laughs> the year was 1955. Okay. Don Nuka. Johnny Padres. Johnny Padres is my hero, right? Padres. Wow. That's right. Who else? Who else? Michael, give us one. All right, one. August 9th, 2009, Mark hit a home run for the Yankees and set a record. What was the record? Grand Slams? A home run from both sides of the plate. No, no. Grand Slams? The hint is he did it with Johnny Damon. Did it what? No, the Johnny Dame back to back like X amount back of times. Back to back, uh, six times, Yankee record. Oh. Very good. Wow. Who else? All right, Howie, back. Oh, okay, Steve and Howie. Yeah. Who has the okay. record for the most saves in a season? Well, that's that Dodger pitcher, right? Henry Marshall? Jensen. Marshall. 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 The Canadian guy, Gagne. Gag. No. no. Mike Bobby, Marshall? Bobby Fickton? Mike Marshall. It used to be Mike Marshall. 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 Gagne, 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 Gagne. Gagne. Not Bobby Fickton? Oh, Fickton. No? Nope. <laughs> Trevor Hoffman? No. He's, he has the same last wow. name as someone that most people here dislike. Bowel? <laughs> dislike. Trump? Trump? Uh, la- <laughs> no. Francisco <laughs> Rodriguez. Oh, friend, that's right. Oh, oh, right. Right. Who? I didn't catch it. Who was it? Francisco Rodriguez. Rodriguez. What's it? Uh, A Rod, right? A Rod. I think he had A Rod. A Rod. Yeah, no one likes A Rod, right? F Rod. Howie. All right. There are five managers currently managing in the major leagues whose relative, whether it be grandson, son, Father, uh, nephew, cousin, Please. also uh, played in in the in the uh, major leagues. Besides, possibly all ma- managed. Aaron Boone, son of former catcher manager Bob Boone, and brother of Matt Boone, and the grandson of former major leaguer Ray Boone. Okay, Frank Kona. Frank Kona. Terry Frank Kona. Oh shit. Father was Tito Frank Kona. Played outfield. 
David Bell. Rojas. David Bell. The grandson of Gus Bell, son of Gus Buddy Bell. Bell, and brother. What about the guy Mike in the mix who's related Rojas. to uh, Felipe Luke? Right. That, that's Rojas. good. Rojas. Rojas is the son of former professional ball player manager Felipe Lou, as well as the half brother yep. of Moises Lou. Now, this last one, I don't think you're going to get. I never heard of it. Mm, let me see. Who is it? Yeah. I'll give you Joe, the... Uh, Co Alex Cora. What, what about Alex Cora? Joey Cora, his brother? Joey Cora, Alex Cora. He wasn't on this list. Well, they're there. I mean, Joey Cora played the major leagues, his brother. It's his brother, not his father. Well, maybe the list was mistaken. I didn't make up the list. Okay. <laughs> the last one. Give us a hint. All right, the last one, KC... Is the initials? Oh, Yost. Now. Ned Yost. Now. Not Ned Yost. We've got Ned Yost. Okay. Kevin Cash is yeah. the manager of, I think, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. He's the nephew of a former major league ball player, utility player, Ron Cash. You guys remember Ron Cash, right? No, I remember Norm Cash. Yeah. I remember Dave Cash. Dave Cash. Dave Cash. Yeah. Dave Cash. But Alex Paul Cash. Ned Yost was not related to Eddie Yost, but yet, yet Ned well, Yost yeah. isn't managing they're all over the place. That's great. All right, good question. There's I just think anyone else? We got a couple of minutes. Got a question. Okay, uh, Gerald, go ahead. That'll stump you guys. Which American League team had the record for the fewest the number of steals in the season? For the what? what was that? Which American League team had the fewest steals in a season? Baltimore. No. Red Sox. No. Yankees. Is that this year? No. <laughs> no, Ever? no. Ever. No, no, no. I'll give you the I'll give you the year. I'll give you the year 1957. Milwaukee Braves. No. Pirates. American League. Pirates. American League. American League. American League. American League. Big ballpark. Cincinnati. No. Detroit Tigers. White no. 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 Not the White Sox always said. White Sox. Okay. Cleveland. Cleveland. What year? What year? 1957. Washington Senators. Yes. Yes. Oh, 13. Wow. 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 <laughs> All right, Larry. By the way, Alex Cora's <laughs> brother is Joey Cora. His brother. That's his yeah. brother, Alex Cora. Yeah. So. All right, then we have one All more right. to end the show. I go. Oh, Gerald, get back to you. Okay. All right, Gerald. Oh, are we close to show? Who is the... Who is the MVP in the 1960 World Series? Bobby Richardson. Bobby Richardson. Bobby Richardson. It wasn't Mazeroski, it was Richardson, right? And was he, the only, was he the only one in the history of baseball to be a losing team to win the MVP? Might have been. That I don't know. I'd have to research it. I don't know. Question. Next week. You guys know in basketball who was the only guy in the losing team to win the MVP? Oscar Robinson? No. no. Who is it? Jerry West. 
Oh, oh, yeah, when he when he lost to the, the Knicks, yeah. In, no, football, right here, right here. Foot, in football, it also happened. I'm thinking that someone on Dallas. Or yeah, something. yeah. Chuck Howley, I think, won the MVP of Super Bowl number. But they won it that year. No, they Dallas don't. won it. it wasn't that the no, they lost in the field goal by uh, the 19 yard like the field goal that uh, uh, the O'Brien. Colts, O'Brien, the Colts, O'Brien. the Pat, the, 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 uh, the Cowboys. Uh, Howley got Howley got uh, the MVP. Yeah, I don't think it's ever happened before since. All right, that's the music is on. That means it's time to uh, say goodbye to everybody and uh, uh, thanks for joining us again this Just week. Called me. Let's go, man. Let's go. Thank okay. you, Mark. All right, guys. Thank have you, a great Mark. Have a good week. See you soon. Have a week, and Mark. And everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Stay well, everybody. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.